Welcome to Reddit Reads Episode 4. Today's subreddit is r slash malicious compliance. This first post is by Kivstershill. Yes, I can take a look. Hope this makes someone smile. Working in a car service department, I had a regular customer come in, a bit flustered, and say to me can you have a quick look at my car I replied, of course. Then stood up looked out of the window at his car and said, it's very nice, and sat back down. Luckily for me though we had a great, professional relationship, and he just laughed and said, I asked for that, didn't I? We did end up taking his car into the workshop and fixing the minor issue he came in about, but that was a rare moment where I could do something some of my colleagues only daydream about. This next post is by Fuba754. Just change your password and write it down for you. Sure thing. Back when I was working at a small company, the company didn't really have a ton of support staff so I'd take a break from the various programming tasks I was doing and would help out. The manager of the support team was completely unqualified and basically got the job because he was also the head of sales and it was a customer facing team. He was also a lazy Luddite who refused to learn how things worked and generally made our lives more difficult. One day I was covering on the support desk because they were short staffed and got a call from him that he needed his password changed. I was confused at first and started to walk him through the steps to change it himself. And he shouted angrily, no goddammit, just change it, write it down on a post-it and give it to me, and hung up. So I sat there for a minute and remembered I don't report to him at all. So I changed his password for him. I made it 18 characters long and it was a combination of I, L, 1 and. He was not happy, especially after he mistyped enough times to lock his computer and he couldn't log in the rest of day. Because the support guy who had the access to do a hard password reset was out for the day. This next post is by Activatol6120. Fit the coffee machine to the radiator pipe. Consider it done. I took employment at a soon-to-be-opened cafe. The owner was the type that thought they knew everything about the catering industry. Even though they'd worked in HR for 20 years, the coffee machine was delivered and I was given the task of arranging the installation. For a start the layout of the place was terrible. Not wash sink installed behind the counter. The owner really cheaped out on the plumbing. The owner assured me that there was sufficient plumbing to the cold water piping and pointed out the pipe. Something was off and I maintained that the piping was actually part of the radiator system. I was patronizingly told that I wasn't a plumber and I should just do as instructed. The machine was installed in a fashion straight off of said pipe. The machine was filled and excitedly the owner insisted that I start making complimentary coffees for his friends. Dutifully I made around 50 cups of coffee to friends and loved ones of the owner. When clean down time came I noticed that the water was running a dark brown. This wasn't noticed before as, hey, coffee's brown. I emptied the entire pressure from the system and it still wasn't getting any clearer. Long story short, plumber was called. My suspicions were confirmed and the owner had given 50 cups of radiator water coffee to his nearest and dearest. The machine had to be stripped to get the sediment out and the central heating system needed to be repressurized. TLDR. I gave 50 people coffee made from water from a radiator. This next post is by Fine Report Me. Boss was convinced we weren't working hard when he was at home. He decided to assign extra work. This story happened a few years ago while working in a kitchen in the city I live in. My boss was your typical lonely drunk. Creepy compliments to the staff and inappropriate conversations with them as well. Abusive to anyone working under him and a lack of respect to other management when he felt he was above them. 
He ended most nights by disappearing during the dinner rush and slamming a 24 of beer by himself at home. My friend and I worked Tuesday to Saturday close shifts every day for a year. We became best friends through the suffering of this man's abuse. We could never do a good job in his eyes. Nothing was ever clean enough or good enough for him. He had this opinion that we never tried hard enough and we must be slacking off when he's not there. He decided the solution to his problem was to assign us extra cleaning. Since most everything was already perfectly clean he decided to ask us for two things. Scrub the grout between the tiles. And clean the foam ceiling inserts with soap and water. These had to be completed or we were going to get written up. The next day rolls around and things are not as clean as usual for the close since I was on my hands and knees scrubbing the tiles all night. Boss man took this as a personal attack and unloaded on us. I proceeded to explain that scrubbing it isn't getting it any cleaner and there's nothing I can do. I also showed him the one tile that came out of the floor. He grabs a butter knife and cuts all the grout out around one tile. It was black and crumbled and filled with oil. I tried explaining and showing him that he was going to ruin the floor but it fell on deaf ears. After proving to himself it was possible by completely removing a tile, he told us it had to be done by the end of the week. Here's the malicious compliance. Despite me telling him that it wasn't working he insisted he was right. I told him many times it would ruin the floor and he didn't listen. So that night I spent a few hours doing exactly as he showed me until there was a large portion of the floor with loose tiles. He was disappointed that only got about one square meter of flooring done and wanted the rest done by the end of the day. Commercials kitchens are huge and these tiles were small. So I decided to focus on the main line where everyone works. I got about 75% of the main working area degrouted in two days and left the Lowe's tiles in their place. The floors in professional kitchens are designed to drain water in a specific direction and be smooth enough to clear all debris when swept. Since the tiles were all loose in the floor, sweeping and mopping only pushed dirt and brown water into the holes where the grout used to be. Upper management came into work for the weekend and they all had to stand on this wet stinky mess of tiles that was hard to balance on. It wasn't long before they asked what was wrong with the floor. Instead of saying that he made a mistake and asked us to do exactly that, he blamed us on the spot, saying he would never clean a floor like that and we must be stupid liars. Just truly a classic boss. I never got around to soaking the foam ceiling board sadly, since I guess he realized how stupid it was. I never got any petty revenge either. I left feeling like bad people truly do just get away with being bad people. Skipped to six months after I had left the company. I get a message from a friend who worked there as well. She explained that she had written a letter to HR detailing this man's abuse and weird sexual comments to her and others in the workplace and in private. She mentioned she had included some things I had told her. He was fired on the spot. No discussion or chance to prove himself. I'm not sure if they already knew he was like this. Or maybe they just knew that no one would make up a two-page five-paragraph letter about him for no reason. He left the country immediately after losing his job and filled his social media with photos of him in suits with captions like heart of gold. I still resent this man but enjoy thinking about this story from time to time. I have many more stories about this man but nothing that fits on this sub. This next post is by Tubist61. Then it all went quiet. Back in my university days we had a long summer holiday and in the UK most students got a job to top up their bank accounts for the next year's drinking studying. At the end of my second year studying chemistry, I got a job as a quality controller in food factory. 
Now the one thing I really learned from that job was the foods to avoid. Did you know one of the ingredients in canned tomato soup is concentrated hydrochloric acid? Anyhow, I was significantly more qualified in chemistry than the quality supervisor and after I pointed out some problems in the way they were carrying out some of the tests in the lab, I was put into the cannery where I was told to check the seams on the cans after they were lidded, the vacuum in cans after they were lidded and also that the checked wire was working correctly. It was the checked wire where things got interesting. If the volume of products in each can was too high, then the cans could burst during cooking. If it was too low, then the company could be fined for underweight products. I was shown how to check and also adjust the volumes going into each can. It really wasn't difficult. One day I was watching the production and canning of chicken soup and noticed the line was running just a little light. Not below but just on the lower compliance level. So it adjusted the machine to add just a little more soup to the cans. This brought it up to almost the exact weight expected per can. Things ran really smoothly from that point onwards until we got to the end of the run. There was a flurry of activity in the cannery supervisor's office and much pointing at paperwork. It seems the cannery had produced around 100 cans less than was expected from the run. Cue the investigation. Turns out that by stopping the line running light and adhering to the can labeling of the weight inside the can I had cost them 100 cans of soup. I was told under no circumstances should I make any adjustments to any production line and I must find a supervisor. Fine. I was only there as a temp after all. Everything was good for a week or so and then came the mushroom soup run. Once again the line was running as close to the minimum as they could and then I noticed cans coming through the check weight underweight. I told the guy running the line and he said just adjust it then. This is where MC carpet in. No, I can't adjust it. But also as I'm responsible for quality control, I can't let this run underweight. Q pressing the big red button stopping the canning line. Canneries are noisy places. There are conveyors running and the time. Cans clattering against each other and then into the retort baskets they are cooked in at the end. All of this stopped and I had the entire room standing wondering what to do. I asked one of the line staff to go and find a supervisor to make the adjustments and I waited. We waited for almost an hour to find someone by which time the soup that needed to be canned had got cold and couldn't be pumped through the canning machines and had to be dumped. The supervisor arrived went ballistic dragging me into the factory manager's office. He told the story of the lost 100 cans and how I had now cost them a whole batch of mushroom soup. The manager started shouting at me and then came out with a gem of a statement I can't see you having a career in this industry. You need to think about your options. My response was quite blunt I'm afraid. Clearly, your margins are dependent on being as close to a can of soup being underweight as possible. I understand that and sought only to protect you from possible litigation under consumer legislation. I was told I was not to do that and find a supervisor to make any changes. In the absence of this chap for over an hour I was faced with two options. Either halt production or allow underweight cans to leave the cannery. My career options are not guided by my temporary summer holiday job. And I aspire to something more fulfilling. As I will be returning to university in a few weeks. I'm going to get changed and you can sort out someone else to check your cannery production. Bye. That was 5 stories from r slash malicious compliance.